how can regular working people like us, how can we fix our broken financial system to redirect the wealth and power from big banks, traditional corporations and the super rich to us regular working people without relying on politicians or regulations? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist investment advisor at Stakeholder Enterprise. I don't participate in political debates anymore. I find them counterproductive. I prefer instead to work towards being the change. So what does that even mean? How can anybody be the change in our broken financial system? What does that even mean? Well, I'll tell a little backstory. In 2008, I was a victim of investment fraud uh, by a man named Doug Swenson, also known as the Bernie Madoff of Boise, Idaho. <clears throat> Not only was I a victim of fraud, but I had encouraged my mother and my brothers to invest with this individual as well. And so my whole family were victims of fraud, and I feel responsible for that. Uh, the humiliation that I felt um, when this was uncovered, uh, the sleepless nights, uh, the, the self-doubt, it, it was horrible. I, I wouldn't wish anybody to go through any of that. I was financially ruined. I lost my home. And while losing all of this, I saw big banks uh, getting bailed out and corporate royalty getting these golden parachutes, you know, these, these big severance packages worth millions of dollars to, and, and they failed, they failed. And yet they, they get these golden parachutes and that motivated me to, to do something. And I wanted to be the change. And what I thought was being the change was going out and uh, becoming politically active. So that's what I did. I volunteered for the Barack Obama campaign in the get out the vote effort in Florida. And that's what I thought I was doing. I thought I was being the change, being the change, getting out there. Obama got elected and what followed was just this storm of arguing and blaming, which is expected among politicians, but it was really the general public now. And thanks to social media, it, it really fueled this. And it, it reached a, a tipping point for me in the 2016 presidential ele election. I was disgusted with all of it. It, uh, I, I didn't see any problems getting solved. It, it was just um, a tug of war between progressives and conservatives. And I, I didn't think anything would change. Um, and it, it, then it, it made me think about what political action is. So what is it? Well, uh, you get politically active to vote in candidates that 
you your values align with and you want them to do something. I wanted them to fix our broken financial system. And how I saw that happening was through uh, regulations uh, of big banks and, um, uh, and these powerful corporations regulating them. And, and then in 2016, I thought through what, what that actually meant. What does that mean to, to regulate? Well, you're, you're forcing a law on uh, a corporation or a big bank and not just forcing corporations and big banks, but on individuals as well that, that make a, a certain amount of money, wealthy individuals. So, well, what happens when a regulation gets passed? You're forcing big banks, corporations, the super rich, you're forcing them to obey a, a certain law. And if they, they don't obey, well, there's penalties, right? Um, there's financial penalties. There's also, you can even go to jail um, if by not obeying these regulations. And oftentimes, there is a very large minority that don't agree with uh, the regulations. And uh, imagine if you were in their shoes for a moment, all right? Let's, let's put on uh, our empathy caps if you will. Imagine if you were against a regulation and you were engaging in a fierce political debate for, I don't know, for months leading up to this regulation getting passed. And uh, you have, every time you engage in one of these political discussions, uh, more feelings of resentment and, and anger well up uh, at, at the different people, the, 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 the political parties, the politicians, and it gets passed. And you don't want to obey, but if you don't, you either are going to get a heavy financial fine or put in prison. So, so now you're forced, you're forced to obey. So, so what happens? Well, uh, a number of things happens. Big banks, powerful corporations, and the super rich, they all have lobbyists. And they spend millions and millions of dollars lobbying uh, members of Congress uh, to, to prevent these laws from happening. And oftentimes, they're very successful. Almost seems like most of the time they're successful. A regular average working people, we don't have lobbyists. Um, and when something does get passed, these big banks and the powerful corporations, they find loopholes around the regulations. And what ends up happening is the people who don't have uh, good lawyers or, or know how to get around these regulations who are just regular working people get affected. Not all the time that's the case, but a lot of times that is. Okay, so having thought this through, I came to the conclusion that engaging in political action isn't being the change that I wish to see in the world. It was forcing the change that I wish to see in the world. 
So how do you, how do we become the change we wish to see in the world when it comes to fixing our broken financial system? Well, if, if, if we have a problem with big banks, then why not regular people become banks? All right, that sounds crazy, right? How do regular people become banks? Well, in uh, 2015, the private market of investments was deregulated, allowing regular working people, the general public, 98% of US income earners access to this private market of investments. Now, prior to that, only wealthy and big banks and institutions, the powerful corporation had access to this private market. So why is that important? Well, regular people, we can't engage in commercial lending. That's all in the private market. So now the private market is deregulated, allowing uh, regular people, regular working people access to it. But it's not just any type of access. It's access via crowdfunding. So this has opened up a whole new opportunity. And since 2015 till now, there has been time enough for uh, startup companies to uh, provide uh, platforms, platform, crowdfunding platforms, uh, crowd investing platforms. Now, there are platforms that allow regular working people like you and us to become something called crowd lenders which means we are essentially becoming the bank. And we now, by becoming the bank, we now do not have to loan to exploitive companies. We don't have to make um, predatory loans to the vulnerable. Now, we can choose to loan to small businesses, to regular working people at, at a fair interest rate. We can uh, loan to uh, companies that uh, share our, our certain values. Now, why do big banks, why do big banks loan to exploitive companies? Why do big banks um, abuse their, their customers? I think most most people here would agree that big banks abuse their customers. But if you don't, if you want some evidence of this, there's something called the the violation tracker project, and it shows all the violations since the year 2000 of just about any industry. You can take a look at the banking industry, and maybe you'll be shocked, maybe you won't be, but uh, the three top um, violations that the banking industry uh, engage in are uh, toxic securities, um, investment protection abuse, and just your traditional banking violations like overcharging uh, and setting up uh, accounts without um, customers' permission. And, and so they're abusing the public. They're, they're loaning these uh, co uh, exploitive companies and projects money. 
why? Why are they doing this? Well, it's because of the way uh, corporations are set up. Corporations are set up on this for-profit model. They are um, legally obligated. It's called fiduciary duty. They are legally obligated to maximize profits for their shareholders. Um, and every quarter, they're trying to make more profit than the last quarter. So why don't you go uh, look up the definition of greed? What I found when I've looked up the definition of greed is never being satisfied of what you have achieved. You're always wanting more. This is what corporations are. They're not inherently evil. They're inherently greedy. And so what can you do about this? How can you be the change in this? Well, thank goodness there is equity crowdfunding. This is how regular people like you and me, we can now invest. We can become startup companies and we can set up our companies uh, <clears throat> that, that don't have this uh, shareholder primacy this this intense focus on maximizing profits for shareholders there are now legal de uh, designations such as certified b corporations uh, benefit corporations that uh, legally protect uh, the these corporations uh, from being sued for breach of fiduciary duty for for not maximizing uh, profits for their shareholders um, and so this is, this is a shift from, uh, shareholder capitalism just to the, the, the greed that's involved to stakeholder capitalism. A stakeholder is, is anyone who has an interest in the success of a business. So these are the customers, the employees, the vendors, suppliers, uh, the environment the company works in. Um, the community the company serves, and also investors and shareholders. They're stakeholders. But all of them are given uh, equal value, not just investors and shareholders. And we now can become these companies. And, we, and by becoming these companies, uh, we now have a vested interest in their success, not just as a, uh, as, as, in, as a customer, as an employee, as an investor, um, living in their communities, uh, we can be multiple stakeholders and really want this company to, to do well because we are this company. We, we become the change. We no longer have this greed. And, and when companies aren't so focused on beating their, their uh, profits every quarter, they can now focus on uh, giving their employees a, a, a fair living wage, um, providing a safe environment for their employees to work in, um, giving their customers a safe product. You know, uh, there are many, um, like I early mentioned, the banks are abusing their customers. 
They're abusing their customers. Look at look at the fines, the amount of fines that they've uh, they've gotten. And and this is why I don't participate in political debates because it takes it 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 takes energy to do that. Uh, it it I've done plenty of it, and it's like it's just spinning your wheels. You could be using that same energy arguing with someone online or arguing with a, a, a friend or family member and just put it towards being the change, uh, becoming a crowd lender, becoming an, uh, an equity crowd funder. Um, and that's why I, that's why uh, I don't engage in, in political uh, discourse. Now there is still a need for politics and, and government and, I could talk about that some other time, uh, but but for now, I'm hoping to inspire you to stop political debating, stop political debating, and instead use that energy and time and dollars. People often donate to uh, causes, these political causes. You're donating to politicians, and where's the return on your investment? I don't see it. I don't see it. Instead, you could you could put the that time, effort, energy and money into actually becoming the change, changing our system from within. And and so it's it's not necessarily trying trying to uh, change corporations uh from from the outside extern externally, forcing them to to behave. Instead, it's changing our own behavior and switching from uh, political debating to uh, becoming a crowd investor and uniting. This is, it's, it's uniting, it's democratic. Uh, a company won't get um, any funding if, if people don't agree to fund it. It's a democratic process. And there's no hurt feelings. Uh, this, is, this is just how it is. And, and now that uh, when more and more people become uh, crowd investors, the market now has to react to us. There, if there is this uh, uh, demand from crowd lenders, if crowd lenders are demanding companies to be uh, to have uh, a responsibility to all stakeholders, well, guess what's going to happen? The supply of companies that uh, practice stakeholder capitalism will increase. It's the, the most simple concept of economics, supply and demand. If there is a, a large, uh, if demand increases, then supply will meet it. And, and it's, it's, it seems simple because it is. My name is Paul Lovejoy. I am a crowd investor, and I see you are one too. If you'd like to know how to fix our broken financial system legally, ethically, and without confrontation, go to stakeholderenterprise.com.